Welcome to Training Unleashed, the show that will help you design and deliver training that's off the chain and will make a difference. Now, here's your host, Evan Hackle. Welcome to another exciting edition of Training Unleashed. And I think today is going to be particularly exciting for you because the person we're talking to, John Mitchell, runs a company called Think It Be It. And it's all about how to be a high performance achiever yourself. But what John's going to do for us that he doesn't normally do is he's going to talk to you about how you can help your teams become high performers. So that's going to make this particularly special. Uh, John, why don't you just uh, quickly, and I know you have an interesting story, but share with us a little bit about yourself. Well, I, I live in Austin, and uh, I uh, started my career as a CPA, and when I uh, turned 30, I became an entrepreneur. And so, um, but when I hit 50, I just wasn't as successful as I thought I should be. You know, I had two goals in my life, to, to make enough money so I'd never have to work, and to find the women of my dreams. And so at 50, um, I was falling short on both of them. And so, um, you know, on the money, I always did pretty well, made six figures a year as an entrepreneur, but never close to seven. And on uh, finding the girl, um, I uh, had never been married at 50, although it wasn't from lack of interviewing, but uh, <laughs> did a lot of interviewing. <laughs> That's good. And so, you know, uh, I mean, the, the recap is, that, you know, so I'm not as successful as I thought I should be at 50. And I'm puzzled by uh, how to change that. And uh, uh, the long and the short is I discovered the book, Think and Grow Rich, which has sold over 100 million copies, whereas the next best-selling book on success is sold less than 10 million. So it's the top book in the world ever written on success by a factor of 10. And so I figured out a practical 12-minute-a-day way to apply it, and it took my income from low six figures to uh, a little over $5 million a year. And I also met the woman who I had dreams from, from doing this. Well, I'm sure everybody here would love to know how to make, how to make $5, million, $5 million a year. Um, but what I think what, what's really important is sort of what are the key parts of your philosophy? What, what was the switch? What, was, what were the things you changed that made a difference and made you a high performer? Well, here, here's what it was. So at, at 50, somehow I had the presence of mind to step back and assess my life uh, based on the actual results. And so I stepped back and I thought, okay, on a scale of one to 10, how's my career going? You know, based on the, maybe the average income that I've, I've reported on my taxes the last two or three years. And so I'd, I'd assessed that on a scale of one to 10. Then I went to my romantic relationship and assessed that part of my life on a scale of 1 to 10. And then I assessed my controlling my health and appearance on a scale of 1 to 10. And, and the key was to assess it based on the actual results, not looking at my life with rose-colored glasses. And, and from doing that, then I realized, oh, there's a couple of problems here. Uh, clearly I'm not as successful as I wanted to be, but, but more fundamentally, um, I saw that I didn't have a, a way of 
creating success in my life that I could succinctly articulate. And I also saw that the solution was not in my head because if it was already in my head, I'd already have applied it. So th those, those realizations really spurred me to take the book Think and Grow Rich and really apply it word for word to my life and figure out how to do that. John, before, before you go further, I just want to point out to the audience that everything you described are best practices for training. Right. Whatever it is you need to improve, you've got to know realistically, you know, what's working, what's not working, rate it, look at all, look at all the aspects of it. And of course, the one aspect people don't value or not value, don't rate is how effective are we on training people on to do this, right? Right, right. Um, so everything you describe is really standard practice to, to if you want to improve anything, you've got to kind of know those things. And I just wanted to bring that back to the audience because that's what everybody that, you know, is listening does every day is right. look for improvement. So uh, I know we're talking about improving yourself, <laughs> Right. But, you know, and it does apply to companies. So I just wanted to share that thought. But please, please go, because I'm, I'm very curious as to what, what are the changes you made? And, and uh, interestingly, I've never read the book you're referring to. So I, I might put on my book list. Well, you know, that's, that's uh, Evan, the thing that's interesting, because uh, literally, like I said, Think and Grow Rich has sold 100 million copies. And the next best-selling book on success is 10 million. Yet a lot of people don't know about it. Maybe they've heard about it. And, you know, the other thing is it's created more millionaires and billionaires than any other book on the planet. And so, um, you know, we live in this world of clutter. And I'm like, how do you beat the logic of that? It's the top book in the world on success and achievement by a factor of 10. Everybody should uh, be aware of this book and know of this book. And, and I'm proud that I have got the practical application for the book. So you're taking the book and you're able to apply it and help people really get something from it. Right. And, and you know, you find this interesting and everybody in training probably would appreciate this as, as well. Yeah, I read the book when I was 41 years old, and I thought it was a great book. But like so many books, I didn't know how to apply it. And But when I read it at 50, whole different thing, because I felt the pressure of, um, you know, I had, to, I had to really step up my game in my 50s if I was going to have the exceptional life. And, and so that pressure caused me to really dig into that book and figure out how to apply it in a practical way. Okay, so we got we got to get to what are those key things? Right, right. Well, here's here's the fundamental uh, aspect of it. So everybody has a problem that they have to overcome, a fundamental problem, and that's that we're all using an antiquated operating system to run our lives that gears us to daily survival. And the problem with that is three things. First, ninety percent of your thoughts are fear based. Uh, you're, you have less than 20% control over yourself, and you're reactive rather than proactive on your important agenda. And, you know, being innately uh, programmed to survival, daily survival, is great if you're running from lions, but it's exactly the opposite of the way you need to be if you want to be productive, creative, and happy.
And so if you're in the training field, you have to factor in that's how people are operating. And the only way you overcome that is by overlaying uh, programming, again, that takes 12 minutes a day, that uh, makes you pr productive, creative, and happy. Does that make sense? It makes total sense. And um, just personally, I completely and totally agree with everything you just said. Uh, we're programmed from very young age, and fear is by far the biggest motivator, far greater than greed. Right. Um, and that we, we live in search of safety, and you're probably right. I've never thought about it this way, but it's probably ancestral from running away from, you know, animals, right. you know, things that would kill, literally kill us. And, and I find a lot of companies definitely live in fear and change is, oh my goodness, you know, the most scary thing ever. Uh, right. So I, you, you got me. I, 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 I agree. Uh, uh, so it's 12 minutes a day. Right. And, and I'll explain how it works. And, and one thing to mention before I explain in detail how it works, you know, over the last 20 years, there's been an intense interest in the scientific community to, to figure out what's different with the mega achievers from everybody else. And, and the differentiator between the mega achievers and the moderately successful is really two things. It's control of self and focus. Well, control of self is your everyday actions. Focus is your ongoing thoughts. And so that's exactly what this 12-minute-a-day technique uh, uh, addresses. And, and I'll share with you exactly how it works. So we take your life and compress it down to one sheet of paper, front and back. And on the front is the ideal you in the five key areas of your life, yourself, your uh, health, your romantic relationship, your spirituality, and your career. So I, I deal you in those five areas. Then on the back are the improvements you want to make in yourself and your top three goals for the quarter. And then on the bottom of this, and, and let me just say, this, this um, fits in a frame and it, and it sits on your nightstand. So it's, you know, you can actually pick it up and hold it. And, and on the bottom of the frame, we track the key behaviors associated with your, your three goals. And so uh, your life is literally compressed down to one sheet of paper. And so you read it first thing in the morning. I mean, right after you get, get up. And after approximately 21 days, then the science kicks in. And that's when the magic happens. And, and what you're feeding yourself every day starts to show up in your everyday thoughts and actions. And, and Evan, essentially what you're feeding to yourself is exactly the person you want to be, exactly what you want to accomplish, and precisely how you're going to achieve your clearly defined goals. And again, this goes back, the central concept of the book, Think and Grow Rich, is what you envision in detail on a daily basis is what shows up in your life. And so that's how you apply that concept. And I'll give you an example of how it works. Um, two, two examples. Um, so uh, 
this is in my relationship with my wife. Uh, so as I mentioned, I didn't get married until I was uh, in my 50s. And unfortunately, my married friends didn't tell me that every once in a while your spouse will say something irritating. Um, you know, <laughs> who knew? Not really? <laughs> yeah, I, I know you haven't experienced that, Evan, but, but I, you know, so, so um, you know, I'm thinking, wow, you know, um, I don't sort of like what would come out of my mouth if I ever got irritated at, at what my wife said. And I thought, boy, it took me so long to get a girl to marry me. You know, I probably ought to be a good husband so, so I can keep her. And so I put in, and this is a visualization, essentially. Uh, I put in my visualization that I'm going to be flexible, patient, and thoughtful. That I am flexible, patient, and thoughtful. Well, 15 days in, nothing. Evan, I'm not no more flexible, patient, or thoughtful than when I started. But about the 21st or 22nd day, my precious wife, Ginger, says something irritating. And in that moment, I'm flexible, patient, and thoughtful. I mean, that's who I had become. And I remember when it happened, I'm like, wow. I, you know, I stepped back and I'm like, boy, it's like a light going on in my head that it was happening automatically without me thinking. And, and the reason it didn't work 15 days in was because um, my subconscious mind thought the programming was going away. Uh, but at about uh, the 21st day, it realized it wasn't. And then that's when the magic happens and it starts feeding that up to me automatically without thinking. Well, makes you know, it, it's... It's, it's interesting you say this because it does take habit and you're right. changing lifelong thought patterns. Right, um, right. So I love everything you said. I agree with everything you said. I'd like you now to share how you could take what you just said into the workplace because I'm listening to you. I'm thinking, wow, that sounds like a great way to do a job review. That sounds right. like a great way to do secession planning. You know, where do you want to go in the company? What right. do you want you know, to change? So how would you take what you just said and apply it to a manager who's trying to work, nurture, mentor, and grow employees? Right, right. Well, you know, the point of that prior example was to show that it happens uh, automatically without thinking. Now let me apply it to business. Uh, I'll, I'll sort of uh, – relate my experience and, and someone that's maybe training. So as an entrepreneur, I would feed myself every day a succinct articulation of my business plan, the two or three things that move the needle, uh, my strategy for success, and the linchpin issue to take my business to the next level. So the succinct articulation of those four things. Well, three things then happened. First, my business plan was so easy to implement because it was so top of mind. Secondly, I was laser focused only on what moved the needle because I'm feeding to myself every day what does move the needle, and I realized time was my most precious commodity, and so all distractions fell by the wayside. And then the third thing that happened, and this was surprising, um, I started to see that my strategy for success was moving probably 20 times quicker than it ever had before because uh, by feeding my 
uh, strategy for success to myself every day, my subconscious mind was constantly challenging it and refining it. And, and that process uh, speeded up how I saw things much, much quicker. And I think that if you're a, a training professional, um, this is powerful because you see in what you're training um, uh, how this is going to make the people receiving the training uh, even better. And, and you know, if, if you're feeding what you're training to yourself every day and what you're trying to accomplish every day, your subconscious mind is going to really take that and refine it and, and tweak it so that you're going to be uh, substantially more effective than you already are. Yeah, it's, a, it's an interesting uh, thought because I, you know, I always love the analogy on the airplane. If the Octomax comes down, you give it to yourself first right. so that you're able to help others. Right, right. And that's really what you're describing. Right. If you become a better you, you can then be uh, more in tune and more effective as a manager managing other people. Right, right. Well, and, and let me explain the science of why this works. That, I think that's probably appropriate at this point. So um, here's how the human mind works. The conscious mind sets the intention and is influenced by logic. But the subconscious mind controls your everyday actions and ongoing thoughts, and it's influenced by repetition, not by logic at all. And here's an example of that. Let's say you want to lose weight. Well, the conscious mind sets the intention to lose weight based on the logic of the health benefits. But the reason people aren't losing weight is not from lack of intention. It's from lack of influence in the part of their brain that controls their everyday actions and ongoing thoughts relative to eating and, and exercising. And, and so the, the power of this, again, most people are used to influencing themselves to a higher level of success through logic. They're not used to influencing themselves with repetition, but the subconscious mind controls your everyday actions and ongoing thoughts, and that's what determines your success in each area of your life. So if you want to be more successful, or even more successful, uh, it comes down to embracing repetition, like this 12-minute day technique. Does that make sense? It does make sense. And, and, I, and I think if you apply this to, to training, Right. And, you know, it's, you know, there are a lot of people in training. I shouldn't say that. I don't know if there's a lot of people in training. I just say that because everyone says it. But, you know, there is a once and done mentality. Right. Where, you know, you, you have, you know, a group of people in a live meeting and you present something, you know, once, it's done. Right. Right. And, you know, I think most people know an effective training, it, you're hitting people from multiple different places. Right, you know, you're, you're you're training them online. You're training them live. You're train you're training them with um, with visual signs and and uh, there's a, a word for this that is escaping me. Job aids. Thank you. Right. Thank you. And that you need to have a continuous training model, right? Uh, to to really impact change. But in most cases, everything comes down to one step, not right. multiple yeah. steps. Right. So if I take what you're saying, you've got to really think about how you keep, if you want to make change, um, how you keep it 
and, and multiply it. But I think we should probably differentiate a little bit from a systemic personal change, meaning how you act or behave or, or you know, something of that nature versus a simple skill. Right. So like like right. If, if somebody is already good at an auto mechanic and you're just teaching them how to install a brand new part and they right. installed similar parts, that probably doesn't need to be repeated 12 different times. Right. But if right. you're teaching somebody, you know, who's an auto mechanic, how to interact with the customer. Right. Which is not something they've ever been trained on. Right. That's not going to happen with a, with, with a once and done. We're so glad you're listening to this episode of Training Unleashed, brought to you by Tortal Training. The difference between Tortal Training and other online training companies is we're primarily a training company with technology rather than a technology company that does training. Want to find out more? Just go to tortal.net. That's T-O-R-T-A-L, tortal.net. Well, and you know, I think with regards to the training field, here's something that I, I realize and, and uh, uh, that for most people, uh, having a higher level of success is merely a preference. It's not a necessity. And, and, you know, that's important as you're training people to see which people really want to go to the next level and which people sort of say they do, but they really don't. And, and you're going to have both of them if you're training, sure. you know. And, and, you know, you'll find this interesting. So when I created this uh, uh, probably two or three years uh, after it, um, you know, I, uh, I decided I'm going to go find the top expert in the world on success and achievement and show him what I created and so that I get an objective opinion about it and see if there was something else like it or if there were flaws in it. And so uh, that person is Darren Hardy. And so I, I was able to spend three days with him and he looks at it when I sit down with him and he looks at it closer and he goes, wow, this is, this is really good. But he says, John, you know, people aren't going to spend 12 minutes a day on anything to increase their success and achievement in life. And I'm like, well, Darren, how can that be? It's based on the top book of the world ever written. It's 12 minutes. He says, I know you're that way. I'm that way. But he says, most people uh, won't do 12 minutes. And he says, that's the dirty little secret of the success and achievement business and probably the dirty little secret of the training business is a lot of people won't do what they're being taught to do. And he says, the reason is uh, uh, this higher level of success is not a uh, necessity for them. It's merely a preference. And he says, you just got to find people that where it's a, a necessity. And that was enlightening to me and, and hopefully maybe enlightening to the people that do training. I, I, I think what you said is, to me, just hits home. Um, you know, we talked at the very beginning about fear is a greater motivator and that, you know, that 12 minutes isn't about if you're comfortable, right? You're making a decent living, life's okay. Um, your desire to move forward, you know, if someone said spend 12 minutes a day for 21 days or you were going to die, you know, right. I, I could give a good example of it. You know, you know, you got cancer, you know, go on chemotherapy. Right. And, and do that for X number of days for X number of weeks and you're signing up. 
Right. I hate right. It's, it's not, it's, it's not optional, but when it's about improving yourself, uh, people are resistant. And, and I find, and I'll just share this. I, we recently hired a new salesperson and I'm, you know, I'm interviewing the final candidates and, you know, I just have one simple question I ask everybody and you know, a hard question. I go, what's the last book I'm selling you've ever read, you know, that you've read. Right. And this guy's a professional salesperson in 20 years, never read a book on selling. Yeah. Yeah. And I go, have you read a book on business? Right. No, never. Right. You know, right. Like, you know, like, okay. I know. It's I know. amazing, isn't it? Utterly amazing. Utterly amazing to me. Right. Oh, I, I hear you. I hear you. Um, well, and you know, here's something that's interesting with, with the training audience is that, um, you know, you train people to do things a, a certain way. And the power of combining it with what I've got is this, is people, you know, at various levels are hearing what you're teaching them and they're getting it, some a lot, some not so much. But if you've got somebody that really is serious about upping their game and playing the game of life at the highest level, you incorporate that training into this visualization and have it fed to them every day. Suddenly that training uh, really takes hold. And, you know, when I say visualization, I know that sounds a little woo-woo, but this is the opposite of woo-woo. This is applying proven science. In fact, science that was on the cover of Time magazine uh, uh, to a person's life to have their success. And, and I think it's so uh, tightly correlated with the training because I saw with myself as I was an entrepreneur, I'd learn things from training and I'd put it in my visualization and I'd feed that every day. And then I start to see it deeper and deeper why the training worked. And and it just you know had a snowball effect, uh, and that's why I think it's a compliment. So, John, I think I heard something, and I want to make sure I got this correct. But over time, you adjust the things that you're focusing on. Absolutely, absolutely, because this this your daily visualization is not a static document. It's evolving as you're evolving, and and the reason. I was blessed to be able to take my income to five million a year was I continually saw my business at a deeper and deeper level. And, and the deeper I got, the more money I, I was blessed to make. So I'm going to make a statement and you're going to either say, yep, that's true. Or I'm completely off base and it's okay. Cause right, we, we right. didn't rehearse this question. Uh, I'm a, a big fan of the book, The Secret. Uh, right. I, you know, I believe that your thoughts motivate you, and I, I think the work you're describing. But this is what I, what I would say, is that what you're doing is actually giving people a practical guide to making The Secret successful. Because The Secret talks about visualization, but it doesn't talk about really how to do it. Right. And it, and it seems like what you're talking about is how you actually take a principle like that and make it happen. Is that is that something you are exactly right? You know, I am not a fan of the secret. I, I was you know, I I it was based. I don't know if you knew this. The secret is based on the book Think and Grow Rich. I did not uh, know that. Yes, it's it's based on Think and Grow Rich. 
And um, the thing I didn't like about it was it's sort of the idea of the law of attraction. You envision what you want and it comes to you. Well, you and I know that that's only half of the equation. The other half is, well, how are you going to get it? And, yeah. and, and that's what, what my technique does. Yes, we're going to have you in detail uh, describe what you want in detail, but also exactly how you're going to get it. And it's yeah. only those combinations that makes it actually come into fruition. Yeah. So, uh, John, I, I know you have a, an offer, mm -hmm. but I want to just take a second and compliment you. Because even if people don't take you up on your offer, and even if people aren't interested in working with you, I think you really shared concrete things that everybody listening could take with them. Good. You, know, you, share, you know, you share the idea of your vision and on the other side, what are, what are those changes you need to be and how to update it, how to live it, how to, how to create the habit. So, you know, I really appreciate that, that because people could listen to this and get a lot out of it. And that, to me, that to me is what my goal is, is for the listener to always get value. But, Please share your free offer, which is extra value. Okay. okay. Well, I've got a gift for, for your audience. Um, I've got a free five-day email course where each day is a, about an eight-minute video that explains exactly how this works, explains the science, shows people doing it. And uh, if you will text me at 44222 and then key in in the message part the word genius. So it's 44222 and the word genius. Um, the other way to get me is through, uh, we have uh, uh, a website, uh, theunfairedge.com, theunfairedge.com. And, and that you can get the free five-day email course that way. And the name of the company is thinkitbeit.net. Thinkitbeit.net. Well, thank you for the offer. I want to give a double enticement to the offer, which is, you know, all of us as training professionals like to know about all the different modalities. So not only is this an opportunity to learn a lot, it's also an opportunity to learn about how you could do an email training program, right? Right. right. So they, get the, they get the bonus of seeing an email training program in place. Right. And, you know, there are lots of talks about reinforced training. And right. so this seems to me like a really good opportunity to, to, to try doing that. Right. John, as you've been properly prepared, I always like to end the show with you sharing if I had one tip to give people. So what would your one tip be? To see in detail exactly what you want and exactly how you're going to get it. Because what we all do is we see our life in general terms. And it's, it's, it takes an effort to really see it in, in detail. And, I, and that's the essence of the book, Think and Grow Rich. But it was, had such a tremendous impact on me to grasp, oh, I need to see in detail what I want, which is usually easy, and then the path to get it. And, and you know, you may go, well, what if I, the path is wrong? That's Okay. You know, you feed it to yourself every day, your subconscious mind will adjust that path. Fantastic. John, you've been a really terrific guest. 
I really appreciate you coming on, and thank you very much. And to our listeners, okay. thank you for thank listening. You. Thank you, Evan. Appreciate it. Take care. This has been Training Unleashed, but it doesn't stop here. Just go to trainingunleashed.net to subscribe to the show. That way, you'll never miss an episode, and you'll be well on your way to delivering training programs that are off the chain. We'll talk to you next time on Training Unleashed. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.